Ross went over there and did an amazing role. Ross is here to share the story. Ross, would you come up, please? Let's give him a round of applause for the Going over to Mozambique to the forest of four and just being used by God. So God showed him some things. And uh, I just want to say it's not so much about the trip, although Ross is going to share highlights of the trip. I want to say Ross is a guy who gets the kingdom of God. Some people do and some people don't. Um, the kingdom of God has got some deep and wide dimensions to it. And I'm sure you're going to hear that come out of Ross as he shares the story of Mozambique. Thanks so much, Ross. Appreciate it. This one? Yeah. All right. So I just want to say thank you so much for helping me do this trip. Um, many of you donated equipment, you gave me financial donations, and that was that was the fruit of that. Um, they were so blessed. It really, it was such an amazing investment into them. And um, I mean, these kids are running around in bare feet. They only own their clothes on their back. And, we were able just to buy some really good stuff, and it was it was amazing. So, and that video was part of some things that I was doing. I don't know if, um, just give you the background. I essentially last year um, I was in my job, working a good steady job. It was you know I was in a good situation, but um, I just felt there was something more. Um, I felt that. Uh, I've been, I've had glimpses of God's kingdom and walking in the kingdom, but I, I really feel that He has, He has things for us to do, um, exciting things. Um, Ephesians two ten says, "For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do." So scriptures like that really spoke to me. Okay, what are these works? What are these things that He's prepared all of us to do? And, and so I just, it started a process of just, just reaching out, reaching out to praying for people, reaching out to serve. And, and I found that as I started to do that, God just started opening up doors. I think he's just beckoning and calling us to get out of the boat. It's a real simple thing. And it doesn't have to be going to Africa, but it's a very simple thing. Are you willing to step out in faith and reach out to those lost? And, and for me, it was, uh, I, I came to a bit of a crossroads um, with my work, and I thought, you know, is this, you know, is this a time to maybe step out in faith? And around that time, I, I got this invitation to go to Iris. And, and essentially, they invited me out, and um, within a few weeks of getting the invite, I was going. And I think some of you saw me before I came. And, and just everything just came together. Um, I just found it was, again, once I was willing to step out, the doors just started flying open. Um, because I really believe it's not, I didn't suddenly have this great idea to do it. God already had the idea. He wants to serve the lost. He wants to bring the lost to them. He wants to serve the poor. That's God's work. And he's essentially saying, do you want to be a part of what I am doing? Do you want to be a part of this great work that I'm going to do in the kingdom and you can be partnering with me? The Bible is littered with examples of men and women of faith, not huge ability, not with tremendous resources, but they had a willing heart. And I felt that was what was calling me and I feel that's calling all of us. Um, so I, I just have a few words kind of connected to that. Um, first of all, um, 
you know, when I, when I came to Mozambique, the idea was that I was just going to be a soccer coach. Um, and when I got there, I was coaching, you know, twice a day uh, from 7 to about 9 and then 3 to 5 in the afternoon. Um, coaching all ranges of kids, girls team, kid, you know, toddler, almost like five to seven year olds all the way up to um, teens and uh, young adults. Um, but what, as I started to be there and just get into the mix, I found that God started just opening up doors. Um, and I think that's what you find. Um, you may just think just the little thing, me just praying for someone, me just serving here, it's just confined to that. But God is actually saying, okay, this person is stepping out in love, and now I can use, I can use that person. Um, there's a really great scripture which really stuck with me for a long time, and it's, um, it's Chronicles 6, 16.9. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen whose hearts are fully committed to him. So the Holy Spirit is, is looking. He's like, okay, who can I use? Who's willing to step out? Who's willing to grab hold to step out of the boat? And I felt that when I went there, it was almost like, okay, okay, Ross, you've stepped out. Now I'm going to really start to open some doors. And so one of the things that happened, which is just such an incredible thing. So as you saw on the video, the kids are playing on just the worst field ever. Just dusty rocks. I mean, it was like a death trap. I played, I play a lot, and I played on some terrible fields, particularly in the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> and they are awful. You always have to run and you know see where you're treading, otherwise you're going to break your ankle. Well, this field is way worse than that. And and I, I just felt this like overwhelming conviction. You know, we've got to do something about it. So. I started just to pray about that, and then I got a suggestion, why don't you um, reach out to some of the companies, a lot of US companies are out there, and they're doing oil exploration, and they have a lot of that heavy moving equipment. And that's expensive stuff, because you know it's not organically there, it has to be shipped over. And so I just started talking to people, I would bump into people on the street, and I would tell them about, hey, would, would you be, do you know people who have construction equipment, and then just randomly, I just start meeting people. And then I would go into a restaurant, I'd just talk to an old rig guy, and he says, oh, you know what, you should call my boss. I get the call to the boss, and then within a couple of weeks, I was sitting in a corporate office of Halliburton, <laughs> of all companies, you know, so I go from one minute I'm in like a, literally a shack, do ministry to a corporate office with a PowerPoint presentation, telling them why it would be a great idea to help Iris and help these kids. And I was just getting favor, and it was it was just amazing. And one example was I so at one point um, some construction companies came to our site to actually look at the field and see what they could do. And then they went away, and I actually lost contact with um, one of the key guys. He was a owner of a, a South African guy, owner of a construction company. And I was thinking, how do I get in contact with him? I think he's going to help, but I don't know when. And there was this one day where. Once a year, the, the police do like a sweep of Pembo, which is the city I was in. And basically, it's kind of like a shakedown to get money in many ways. So they, they say, where you um, your, your, your passport? If you don't have it on you, you've you got to go to the police station and fill some paperwork out, and they're asking you for money. It's quite corrupt. It's quite normal there. And, and anyway, that day, I was out, and they, they, they picked me up, threw me in the back of a van, and I'm thinking, great, I've got all of these things to do, I've got to coach the kids, and I'm like, what am I doing here, Lord, this doesn't make sense. 
And so I get taken down to the police station and some friends of mine you know, go back to the base and they're picking up my stuff and I'm just sitting there, you know, not particularly happy, sweating my tail off. And then I see the, the head of the construction company <laughs> there and he just happens to be there doing, um, getting some paperwork for his child of all the days. And this is a big city. Here he is. How's it going? You remember? You, you care? And he's like, oh yeah, I remember. And then we talked, we exchanged phone, phone numbers, and we were able to connect. And he came over, and he came to the field. Um, I have some photos, and these huge, you know, grader, diggers, they all came over three days. We didn't pay a thing. They came out and flattened the field, relayed it. <laughs> So it was just, I didn't plan that, but God had that in, in mind. And there were the work, some of the works that he prepared me to do. All I did was just step in. And I found that as you step in, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to have it all written out. You just have to be willing and obedient. The Lord is a searching to looking just for people who are willing to step out. Okay, so as, as Brian said, you know, sometimes we think, do we, you know, I went to Africa and I, I know not everyone's going to go to Africa and go to these far off places, but um, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me and it lives in you. And he's just calling us to walk in that reality, in that identity. And if we start to do that, it, God will use that. You know, the, the, you know the, the, the parable of the loaves and the fishes. He just had those loaves and the fishes, but God did that multiplication of them. So um, it doesn't have to be things what I did and things that we talk about in the church. It doesn't have to be for the people on the front row, which you think I've got all these abilities. It just takes for you just to step out. It could be that person at work. It could be that person in the street. It could be serving in church. All these things, God will multiply. And in the grand scheme of things, there's a lot of great things that you'll never see on TV, but God knows about them. And when we go to heaven, I really believe that there's going to be almost like there's a room, and it's going to be full of treasure, the treasure that doesn't decay. And these are the treasures. It's, it's the impact we have on people's lives. Okay? It's like, it's not what we have in heaven, it's who we've impacted. And I, I really believe that is a legacy for us all. Um, and, and when we walk in that identity, you know that's actually, that's our destiny, you know. He predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. Jesus led the perfect life. He did the works. He died that terrible death. And he said, i got to go because i got to send my spirit so you can do the things I've done. The things I've done. So, I would just say that, just, a, you know, just as a, an encouragement to you, Stepping out of the boat, which is something which I, I really found, um, really impacted me. I have a, uh, a goddaughter here, Sarah, you may know her, and she actually painted me a picture, and it's Jesus basically walking on water. And I have barely a little artwork on the wall, but that's the one thing. And just seeing that every day, it's like, where, where can I step out? That's... Where can I step out? And it takes faith. And it, you know, John Wimber from the Vineyard used to say, "Faith is spelled R-I-S-K." You know, it takes a bit of risk. It takes getting out of your comfort zone. It takes doing things that you may, have, you know, you haven't done before. But I really believe when you're willing to do it, 
God will really meet you there and He'll manifest, He'll multiply things and you'll be blessed. So, thank you.